Welcome to the Don Pravda and Erica Gray show. The twist. Welcome to the Twist News. I'm Erica Gray. Today we're going to look at Joseph Borrell's 10-point plan for peace with the Israelis and Palestinians. Who is Joseph Borrell? He is the EU's Secretary of State. We're going to take a look at his 10-point plan for peace. The document is not published. It was presented to Euronews to view, and they were the first to publish not the exact document, but the points in the plan. So let's take a peek at what Mr. Burrell has to say. But before we do, I want to mention that Joseph Burrell is extremely pro-Palestinian. He is so pro-Palestinian that I've already just accepted the fact that Mr. Burrell hates the Jews. If you think that sounds kind of harsh, you just have to follow him, listen to all of what he says, all of his proposals. He is constantly at bat for the Palestinians, and it's obvious that he's not being even-handed and he really dislikes the Jews. He is a modern Haman out of the book of Esther. So if you know the story of the book of Esther, you know that Haman was an enemy of the Jews and Haman tried to see to it that the Jews were destroyed. So Joseph Burrell is a modern Haman and he really dislikes the Jews. So we're going to take a look at the points in the plan, and I will have a link to Euronews' article below. But let's go over what Burrell has proposed. That the process should lead to an independent Palestinian state living side by side with Israel and full normalizations of relations with Israel and the Arab world. Israel living side by side, essentially dividing the land. I've already done a piece how this is going to shoot European Union in the foot, given that Israel is already an associate state, meeting the Copenhagen criteria, is in on so many programs and deals with the EU and you're dealing with a Palestinian state that's like a banana republic. So you're going to harm the state you're strong with. And then you're going to have more aid that's going to have to go to the banana republic. This already shoots in the foot the current relations that Israel has with the European Union. But also this piece about Israel and the Arab world, full normalizations. So, is Borrell saying that Europe controls the Arab world here? I mean, that's what this sounds like. So, I don't believe that this can provide that guarantee with the entire Arab world. Okay, so let's look at number two in his plan. International actors should help the two parties prepare the groundwork for peace and help build a revitalized political alternative to Hamas. Okay, we'll let that one go. That's already happening, actually, where international actors are already 
brainstorming, think tanks are brainstorming. Number three, international actors should at the earliest hold a pre preparatory peace conference to settle the ongoing war and especially the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. So what he's doing is he's stepping up the international actors to act as the parents of these two unruly children. But remember, he doesn't like one of the children. He doesn't like the Jewish child. He's already favoring the Palestinians, but what he's essentially saying is that Israel as is a nation has no sovereignty because now it needs a parent. And Mr. Burrell, guess who he thinks the parent should be? But the European Union should be one of those parents. So let's look at number four. The conference should bring together foreign ministers and directors of international organizations to discuss the peace process while they near simultaneously hold separate meetings with the conflict parties. This is like a divorce court. This is doing the exact same thing, but it's like a divorce court trying to bring the two back together again instead of working the details out of their split. Again, he's going and what he's doing is he's putting more into the hands of the parents or those who supposedly know better, which is the foreign ministers and directors of international organizations for these two unreal, unruly children. And forget that Israel is a sovereign nation, okay? We, we've got to scrap that here because he's not recognizing Israeli sovereignty over its own nation. So let's go and look at number five. The conference should sh set up working groups and design the initial framework for a peace plan within one year, working groups. Okay, that's more of, more of the same, fleshing it out a bit. The plan number six, the plan should touch upon as practically as possible, the central elements for a comprehensive peace building upon previous UN resolutions and mediation efforts. Now that is loaded because the UN also hates the Jews. So what this is doing is it's already slanting to one parent, the parent that hates, dislikes the Jewish child. Because remember, the, you know, the Jews, they're not allowed to figure out their own stuff here. You know, another actor has to come in, another nation has to come in who supposedly knows better. But that's really very loaded because what that's already gonna do is slant towards the Palestinians because we know that the UN also does not like the Jews. That's pretty obvious in their resolutions and their quote unquote mediation efforts. So. Okay, so what we have a picture here is that the Israel is the unruly child and there's going to be the parents, which is going to be the international actors and then the people that they put in place and the groups, and they're going to build on the UN resolutions. So this is also saying the UN resolutions that the land needs to be divided and to make sure that there is going to be the land of Palestine, that it will go to the pre-67 borders, 
And what's the other and? Wait a minute, I just forgot. And <laughs> Jerusalem will be divided. Of course, Jerusalem will be divided. Okay, so let's look at the next number seven. The plan should provide robust security assurances for Israel and the future Palestinian state, conditional upon full diplomatic recognition and integration of both Israel and Palestinian in the region. Now, this could possibly be favorable in the sense that Palest the Palestinians would have to recognize Israel this diplomatic recognition and integration of both Israel and Palestine in the region, but robust security assurances. And this is elaborated on a little bit further down. Initially, what this is doing is asking Israel to agree to a peace plan with people who already don't recognize it. So don't recognize the state of Israel, the nation of Israel. Don't believe that the Jews have any entitlement, any reason to be on the land. So this full diplomatic, from Israel's experience, it's already been just lip service and lies told at the table that they violate. If you, you understand why Netanyahu is not for this, that would be part of the reason because of the lies that are told. And also based on this already, it's going to slant towards the Palestinians, meaning it's going to slant towards Jerusalem being divided, pre-67 borders, and dividing the land. Israel is going to have to agree to with a group that has already violated previous agreements and lied at the table. Okay, so let's look at the next. For number eight, the conference should consult the conflict parties at every step and at any time while the peace plan is being crafted. Crucially, if either side decides to pull out, the work should continue nevertheless. Wow. What that says is that if one of the children walks off, the parents still need to make the decisions, decide how things will be going forward. This starts to take the sovereignty away, really takes the sovereignty away from Israel and puts it into the hands of those negotiating. So that if one walks away, this still continues. This is a little, little concerning because could this mean that Israel can be overruled and these things can be enacted? Do, 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 do is right. Anyway, let's take a peek at number nine. Once ready, the plan should be presented to Israelis and Palestinians. It will be for them to negotiate the final text the document says. So this will be worked out. Let's look at number 10. In parallel to the process, the participants in the conference should strive to mitigate the ongoing humanitarian crisis 
secure the release of Israeli hostages, prevent regional escalation, strengthen the Palestinian Authority's democratic legitimacy, and support the reconstruction of Gaza, among other goals. The Palestinian Authority is a major piece of the problem of why Israel will not go forward, because the Palestinian Authority went against plans. Members were part of this Hamas attack. If you read point number 10, it's very much the viewpoint of Israel as an apartheid state, Israel as trying to annihilate the Palestinians. It's this very pro-Palestinian, anti-Israel, anti-Jewish perspective. So this is his 10-point plan. It's shrouded in mystery because we don't haven't seen it written out, but this is what Euronews reported. And essentially, it's very much in favor of the Palestinians. Now, there's also a guarantee that's promised to guarantee this peace, but it's a guarantee of a peace that is harmful to the state of Israel and also to the Jewish people. So it's not a surprise that Netanyahu has said no to this plan because it's biased. And it's presented by the Jew hater himself, Joseph Borrell, who is not very well thought of in Jewish circles because he is anti-Jewish. If you think I'm exaggerating, just examine all of his proposals. Just look at how he threw water when Ursula von der Leyen had wanted to cut off funding. And even now, with this latest, I, in this picture here, this UNRWA this, that were this horrific story Israel has accused some of the staffers of involvement in the October 7 attacks. <clears throat> attacks. I just want to make a final comment concerning those attacks. I happen to read a statistic. Now, I don't know if this statistic is true because I'm reluctant to believe the numbers, but it states that 27,000 Palestinians have been killed versus... First of all, I don't know if that number is even accurate. Second, I understand that during the conflict, many have been killed, but those 1,400 Jews that were murdered were murdered in the most barbaric, monstrous, inhumane, from the pits of the darkest recesses of hell came the methods that they were killed. And I think that the focus has gone off of that. And that is why Israel is still fighting. Because this is much more detailed from the tunnels 
to the tunnels under hospitals and schools, to the many Palestinian groups that were part, to how it was orchestrated, and how it was orchestrated to be enacted using the most brutal methods that they could possibly muster. So there's more involved here, and we'll be talking about it. Hope you found this informative. And if you don't subscribe to this channel, hit that subscribe button. I mean, like, hit it. Bang. <laughs> and stay tuned for more. Check out our Amazon store. And see you next time. Tune in next time for more from Don Provder and Erica Gray for their twist on world news.